Uh, today we've come now to the next few verses of Mark chapter 1. And today it's repent and believe the good news, the gospel. Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming, repent and believe. And today the, these words, they're still being proclaimed. And today they're being proclaimed to you, all of you here. Repent and believe. Listen to these words, because it is a matter of life or death, matter of heaven or hell. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. First in line here we have the word repent. And the dictionary says that repentance means being sorry for something bad you have done. And if I ask many of you here what repentance meant, you probably would say something similar. It's being sorry. But I ask you, is that it? Is that all God requires of us? To be sorry for the bad things we have done? I remember when I was, well, a child, and me and my brothers, we would play about and we'd start messing about and it almost always came to a point where one of us would get hurt. And on this occasion, my brother hurt me, and out came the cry. You know how kids are when their brothers hurt them? So I cry, Mom, Mom, he just hurt me. Do something. Now my mom, all she would do would look at him and say, Say sorry to your brother. He would say sorry, but to me that wasn't enough. He hurt me, he made me cry, and all he has to do is say sorry to me and everything would be okay. While I was being hurt, that wasn't enough. I wanted much more. I wanted him to suffer in a way. Now our sins, they are great against God. And against God alone have I sinned. Against God alone have we sinned. Every moment I am selfish, I am acting against God. Every time I have a lustful thought or am filled with pride, as we were, as mentioned earlier, whenever I'm filled with pride of life, I am sinning against God. Every second of the day, there is such sin in me, and it is all a dishonor to God. So is me being sorry all it takes to be made right with God and be accepted into his kingdom? Is that it? Did you know that your sins too, they are all against God? When work is a priority, when family is a priority. When comfort, your own comfort is a priority and God is just an afterthought. All our sins are against God. And we were reminded earlier of the kids' talk. When they, all, when they have all the things they want, they don't let go. How can they have a relationship with God? Now our sins are great. And it's just being sorry all it takes to have a relationship with God. 
When I was still in school, I remember there being a fight between two of my classmates. And after a while, the teacher was able to break the fight. And he spoke to the two. And he asked them, say sorry to each other. So looking at each other in anger, one of them muttered, sorry. Then the other looked at the teacher and said, I won't apologize until he says it like he means it. I'm sure you've heard that before. Say it like you mean it. Uh, recently I was speaking to a church go about repentance and they said that repentance isn't just saying sorry to God and asking for forgiveness. When you repent, you need to mean it. That's when you know God has forgiven you. Now I ask you, how do you do that? How do you repent like you mean it? Is it closing your eyes hard enough? Or crying over it long enough? Do you mean it then? Or is it confessing your sins openly? Or promising, I'll never do it again? Does it show you mean it then? Perhaps it does. You're sorry and you mean it. But that's not it. Being repentant and even meaning it saves no one. For my classmate, saying sorry and saying it like he meant it made him feel better. However, it is Jesus, the Son of God, proclaiming, repent and believe. The interaction here is not between mere humans. The interaction here is between God and each individual person who hears his voice. It is God calling for repentance. When God commands repentance, being sorry and being sorry like you mean it doesn't cut it. When God says repent, he's saying turn to me. Not in anger, but in love. He says turn to me. And Jesus, he leads us to life. The Bible commentary put, puts it this way. To turn to God is a change in a person's attitude toward God, such that it impacts their actions and life choices. It is turning from one way of thinking and living to a different way. Now, every Sunday here, praise the Lord, we do hear God's word preached. We hear of the cross. We see a glimpse of his beauty. Now look at what God has revealed of himself. Love him. He's holy and pure. Sin can have no part in him. Therefore put away with sin. Because God is light and in him there is no darkness. Look at God as he reveals himself and obey him. He is sovereign and good. His ways are true and right. Therefore, put away with self. Because God's way has been decreed. But how can you turn to Jesus? Many of you here have heard countless times that you are still rejecting him, still living for yourselves, you sit here in the seats every Sunday, 
We read the hymns, we sing the hymns, we listen to the children's stories, we hear the sermons. But what is the point of all of this if we're not turning to God? If we're not surrendering to Him, to Jesus? What is the point of sitting here if we don't turn to the Lord? Well, this is why Jesus proclaims this word. Repent and believe the good news. Believe, faith, the dictionary says it means complete trust and confidence. Believe in Jesus. We can trust and have confidence in him. Repent and believe. You, ca you cannot have one without the other. You cannot repent, turn to God, if you don't also believe in Jesus. I started earlier that just saying sorry isn't enough. Not even saying sorry as you mean it is enough. It takes a lot more. And it takes a lot more because God is nothing. He's nothing like us. He's the creator. We are the creation. He is the thrice holy God. Heaven thunders and shakes with, with angelic voices singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Whereas our hearts and our souls, they stink all day long of sin and sin and sin and wickedness. It takes a lot more than a sorry for sinners like us to be made right with God. Sorry like we mean it doesn't cut it. Coming to church, reading the Bible and praying every day doesn't do it either. It takes a lot more. Now listen, this is the good news. Jesus took that a lot more upon himself. Yet on the cross, Jesus took the law more upon himself. Taking our sins, God in all his love and Jesus in all his obedience, knowing that worms, worms like us, cannot do what it takes to be made right with God. Therefore, he took it all upon himself. This is why Jesus is the good news. This is why he could and he did proclaim the gospel simply as repent and believe. Because Jesus has done everything, everything required for sinners like you and I to be reconciled with God. It really is repent and believe. Simple. Turn to God, taking your sins to him in repentance. Have confidence and trust in Jesus that worms like you and I can be forgiven and have a relationship with God. Listen and respond to the word of God. Repent and believe. People struggle with this. I've had a few people say to me, who are you to tell me I need to repent? You here this morning, and you struggle with this. Look, God is commanding. Repent and believe. It's not my words, it's not words of any preacher. It is God 
is Jesus saying, repent and believe. No one likes to be constantly told what to do. But can't you see God's love in this commandment? We sang earlier, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Can't you see this command in love? Repent and believe. Turn to Jesus so that you shall live and know God. There is nothing better than that. I've lived many years, many days away from God and now that I've come to know him by him revealing himself, it's a joy in it. I wouldn't swap it for anything. Jesus began by saying, the time has come. The time has come and the time is now here. I urge you, take Jesus at his word now. You have been playing with fire and you don't respond. Count the cost. Turn to Jesus now before he returns in blazing fire to punish and destroy, because he will. You come to punish, destroy the unrepentant, the unbelieving, perhaps many of us among, amongst us here now. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So repent and believe in Jesus. Amen. Uh, we'll sing this great hymn, Give Me a Sight of Savior.